0: To wash my hands of this business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, January 28th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing this morning? good morning man i'm doing good good morning
1: everybody phoenix fans it's uh it's another wonderful morning it is thursday the 28th now
0: it is yep
1: i, I had to guess i now have my little cheat sheet in front of me where i normally know the date so. <laughs> yeah no it's good got a little extra rest uh, still late night but uh it got a little more rest than yesterday so i shouldn't look too stone today <laughs> hey man hey i got like yesterday Christian thought I looked uh, a little a little high which I don't partake and I don't judge anyone that does power to you but the LED lights I have man just a little bit of uh, a <laughs> little bit of the uh, oof, little little bright so I might look a little squinty because of that
0: yeah needless to say no waking and bacon for Tony
1: no no absolutely Friday says the sound sounds good so all All signs point to a great show today.
0: Fantastic. Let's hope that's the case. But uh, with that being the case, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host, Tony. Obviously, we do this show via Zoom. I'm in Reno, Nevada. You're up in Fort Collins, Colorado. With Zoom, obviously, you know, you have to sort of deal with the live factors. What would be the most traumatizing thing that could happen behind you in your background that... uh, yeah, it is going out live over the air to thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people.
1: Oh, well, if like one of the bookshelves just randomly behind me with all these millions of pops or Broncos gear here. Like if one of them just went, whoo, scared the crap out of me. Or if something fell off the wall, which <coughs> caused a reaction. Oh, that's happened, that happened happens. before. Sometimes that uh, use the old, uh, what are those? Those 3M uh, Velcro stickum things. Um, I can't think of the name of them. But anyways, like they do fall sometimes, and they do create a loud sound when they fall.
0: I, I don't think it's the 3M stick strips. I think it's uh, your apartment ghost.
1: Yeah. Well, thank God they haven't been uh, roaming in a while, so that's good. Good. I'm good. Knock on a right. little wood there.
0: Or uh, your neighbors aren't doing the Humpty Dance, and uh, you, yeah, know, you don't have to worry about it. To... Yeah, ram jamming's
1: are ramming. <laughs>
0: Well, with that being said, a UK woman being interviewed from home got a rise from TV viewers who noticed the prodigious phallic toy sitting on a shelf behind her. Yvette, Rarrow, raggy. <laughs> Yvette Am- Amos? 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 Amos. We'll say Yvette Amos was telling the BBC about how people were being passed over for jobs during the coronavirus pandemic, but what captivated Wales Today viewers was the phallic toy apparently being used as a bookend. Some viewers even called for Amos to receive a damehood for doing a bang-up job in spicing up the humdrum news report. This lady was just... This, this lady has just Sorry. been... Sorry. <laughs> they <laughs> didn't plan for that. Rewind. Let's go back. Let's start that Sorry. part over again. I
1: threw you off.
0: <laughs> 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 this lady has just been live on BBC Wales News. I think she should maybe have checked her top shelf first. David Roberts said in a tweet, was that the 6.0 cock news? Declan Cashlin wrote. (laughs) User at Jack Murphy asked, "Um, who is this absolute queen who was on BBC Wales today? Earlier, Damehood pending, he added. So uh, it just goes to show that, you know, we live in a Zoom world now. Be cognizant of uh, what's sitting behind you, what's in your background, unless you are planning on showing it off to the world.
1: Yeah. Well, you ain't going to find, no matter how long you stare at all the background, you'll never find anything like that
0: there. <laughs> one of these days, you should just stick one in there among the pops and see if anybody notices.
1: Yeah, well, yesterday, I don't know if anyone noticed, but the first half of the show, they ha- I had Mega Man sitting right here. And then by the end of the show, he wasn't there because I rearranged some stuff like during the break and then he was gone.
0: Ah, I thought maybe the ghost took him.
1: No, no. Okay, that's good. It's on this side, no.
0: (laughs) Well, folks, it is Thursday. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? The third day, all right? Monday, Uh one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when, huh? What day? Thursday. (laughs) The third day, okay? Ah, It is the third day, and as we do on Thursdays, we explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. Yes, I'm talking about Florida, man. We have a segment called, well, you tried. Our call in topic today is terrible movie trailers. We have a segment called Mic Drop. We close out the day with This Day in History, but Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, January 28th. Now we have this little thing we call the Phoenix line. It is our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you accidentally had a uh, inappropriate toy in your background on a Zoom call. We want to know about Don't! it. Go! Give us a call at 855-Phoenix-Radio. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, speaking of entertaining, Tony is here with the entertainment news.
1: Good! Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, January 28th. Here's your Filippo Fast. Bye! Oscar winner Cloris Leachman has passed away at age 94. She was a part of the Mary Tyler Moore Show and the Facts of Life alum. Bam Margera's car was stolen uh, yesterday. A thief crashed into a house following a police chase. No word if Bam got his car back. Kira Knightley says she will no longer shoot nude scenes with male directors. Gotta be female if old Kira Knightley or Elizabeth Swan will get naked for you. <laughs> Patrick Stewart says he's had meetings with Marvel to return as Professor X. Nothing in concrete yet, just talks. Interesting. And Jason Witten to retire again. <laughs> He will sign with the Dallas Cowboys for a one-day deal to retire as a Cowboy. And that is your Filippo Fast Five. A little variety there. Yeah. Um, So today we're going to talk movie theater. No, we're not. (laughs) Get this stuff. Uh, We're going to start out in the world of TV. Got a couple of uh, TV things, actually. Let's go. We'll start with the stamps first and then TV. I've right. uh, been in all flow. So I'm, I'm going to start talking stamps today. Definitely something I know you didn't think I'd
0: Stamp start, talk, would. only on uh, Phoenix Media.
1: But it's not just any stamps. They are Star Wars droid theme stamps, and they're going to be released in the U.S. So if you're a stamp collector, these might be up your alley. Ten new Star Wars stamps featuring droids from all over the galaxy will be released in the U.S. sometime this spring. The United States Postal Service revealed that these stamps will feature IG-11, R2-D2, K2SO, DO, L337, BB8, C3PO, a GNK Gonk Power Droid, a 21B Surgical Droid, and C110P, aka Chopper, each with their own unique backdrop based on some of the more memorable locations in the Star Wars saga. For example, um, DO's backdrop is the hallway in the Millennium Falcon. These sets of droids are a nod to Lucasfilms, as well as its parent company, Disney's commitment to science, technology, engineering, and math, a.k.a. STEM, learning, and to the continued collaboration between Star Wars Force for Change and Global Pre-K through 12 nonprofit organization. Um, So this one is, you're going to see 10 stamps will be uh, for sale on a single sheet or doubled for a total of 20 stamps, two of each droid on a single pane. While waiting for these stamps to release, catch up on everything in the world of Star Wars. Uh, Okay, thanks, Ron (laughs) Burgundy, for reading the rest. Um, It just says, coming out in the spring, um, I think, you know, very cool uh, set if you're a Star Wars fan. Of course, the only one I'm not a fan of is (laughs) C-3PO. The other droids look pretty awesome, though.
0: Yeah, and uh, interesting little stamp fact for you. people featured on stamps have to be dead. So Elvis stamps, queen stamps, president stamps. Uh, it can't be anybody living now, obviously in this case, they're fictional characters. Um, so they can get away with it. But, uh, I found that interesting when I found that out.
1: Yeah, that's, that's cool. I actually, I was this year's old when I learned that. So thanks for sharing that one. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, uh, my mom got the Elvis stamps. I don't know if it's stashed somewhere at my parents' house, but, uh, she got one of the first ones. I know those were worth something. So Might be
0: worth a buck or two.
1: Yeah, it might, it might be a uh, 50 cents. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so going into the TV news, it uh, looks like NBC Universal's Peacock soon will be the only place to watch WWE Network in the U.S., WWE and NBCU reached a multi-year agreement giving Peacock exclusive streaming rights to the WWE Network for American viewers. The over-the-top wrestling entertainment service existing U.S. subscribers, which is about 1.1 million in total, will be migrated over to Peacock Premium, where they'll continue to get access to WWE Network, but will pay 50% less a month and, and getting a full access to the Peacock as well. Peacock will launch WWE Network on March 18th 2021 when Peacock began the rollout of more than 17,000 hours of WWE new original and library programming both on demand and on a new 24 hour channel the NBCU streamer will have all WWE live events for no additional charge including Wrestlemania SummerSlam and Fastlane the first event to stream on Peacock on Sunday March 21st so so Basically, this is a huge deal. It was like a a billion-dollar deal. What's great now is um, if you're a wrestling fan, or even this is great for Peacock as a whole, too, because now you add all that content to already a a growing stuff. I think Peacock's going to grow some legs over the course of this year as a, a terrible service name, but with good stuff, with adding Parks and Rec, The Office, and... You know, it's NBC in a nutshell. You can think of all the NBC-owned product it'll be able to play on
0: there. Yeah, I think it's going to go the way of HBO Max, where it sort of had a ho-hum rollout, but uh, the more content they get, NBC also owns Universal, so you'll see Universal properties on there like, uh, you know, Illumination Studios, Despicable Illumination! Me. Uh, the Fast and the Furious movies. I mean, uh, the... Uh, Universal monster movies. Hail Back to the Future. Exactly. Uh, And as far as the WWE goes, you know, obviously I I don't really watch nowadays. But what's neat about that is I I think you can go back and watch some of the old stuff from when we grew up. And uh, when Mm -hmm. it was a little more fun than it is now.
1: Yeah, you can go back and watch the good old days. And plus, if you really hunt on the peacock, that means the Christian Phoenix gang is on the peacock somewhere oh yeah will be the young tony and chris uh christian back in i don't know if it was 2000 99 it was like 99
0: something around yeah we
1: were we were on a wcw show so we're we'll be on there somewhere but i digress (laughs) that's something to look forward to although really cool news and uh you know some good programming there um tomb raider is uh anime is a let's try this again tomb raider animated series is in development at netflix netflix continues to scoop up popular game franchises to adapt um in addition they're also doing uh the witcher blood origin and they're going to do skull island kong skull island as an anime on netflix so um there's no word off camilla luddington who played laura croft in the reboot trilogy as a part of the project um She's currently on Grey's Anatomy and recently played as Antana in the animated Justice League Dark movie. Um, but the good thing with the Tomb Raider is this takes place after the three most recent video games, which were fantastic. Great graphics, great story. Um, I think I think an animated series of Tomb Raider would actually be pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie.
0: Now, have you watched I mean, any it'd, of it'd the, n- cool. the Netflix animes, uh, like Castlevania, for instance?
1: Yeah, it was very neat. Very neat.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, we're obviously genre fans, comic book fans, cartoon mm-hmm. fans, but uh, anime is something I've never really gotten into. Um, Me either. But that one might be the first one that's uh, yeah, of interest, I guess.
1: Yeah, i will watch it. Like Castlevania ones I watched a couple times. I thought it was neat, but I mean, I didn't get like full-blown into it. Again, there's not enough time in the day to get into a lot right. of these things. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of tough. Um, and then lastly, um, this is kind of a ridiculous one, but i going to share the news anyways. Disney Plus has made moves to block children from accessing films like Peter Pan, Dumbo, The Aristocats, and Swiss Family Robinson because of the depicitation of negative stereotypes. So it's a pretty bold move that is bound to get a polarized reaction, but the platform seems to believe they're making the right decision. Profiles for children under seven, so thank goodness we're not taking it off, um, will no longer be able to access the titles above. Um, It's the same move when Gone with the Wind was removed and added back on the streamer with a disclaimer. It's so weird that you have to take old movies that were just done that way um, and and just block them. Like Dumbo, I don't know, it's just an elephant and a mouse.
0: Yeah, what five, six-year-old hasn't seen Dumbo or Pinocchio? Oh, yeah. it might be too scary for him. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, in Peter yeah. Pan, like when you
1: think about it, it is a little creepy that an elfy guy in a tight little green leotard just shows up in your house and can fly around. It is a little weird. It's cre- as an adult.
0: Exactly. It's creepy to think of as an adult going back, but kids—they don't care. They don't yeah. know the when difference. But as a
1: kid, I sure as heck didn't think like. Oh, Peter Pan's scary. I was like, oh, that looks cool. Oh, they yeah, fly to I uh, wish I could fly. They fly to Neverland and they battle Captain Hook. I mean, it was a great, uh, great cartoon when I was younger. I always enjoyed it. Dumbo was a little. Yeah, I was never a big Dumbo guy. I wasn't either. It just wasn't wasn't my thing. So, huh. Eh, but I digress. So, if you have kids under five, they ain't gonna be watching Dumbo or Peter Pan. And uh, lastly, in the news today, we're gonna talk a little Thor love and thunder it has begun filming in australia taika watiti had showed off some pictures with chris hemsworth dave batista's down there karen jillian which just means there's gonna be a lot of guardians of the galaxy in it how much we don't know but enough to know that james gunn confirmed that he's helping taika watiti on thor love and thunder so he says they're in good hands but chris pratt's down there um as well, and uh, Sean Gunn who does uh, the motion for uh, rockets. So, uh, this movie—the more that's kind of leaking out about it—the uh, more awesome this sounds. I, yeah. I cannot wait.
0: They—they they almost should have titled it Thor: As Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Yeah, because I know it's going to take place with Natalie Portman being the big focus, but I love the fact that the Guardians of the Galaxy will be returning. Mostly. It doesn't seem like uh, Nebula will be a part of it, but, uh, or I mean Gamora. I was going
0: to say, you guys. just said Karen yeah. Gillan was there, so. Yeah,
1: yeah, Gamora won't be there, but gotcha. if you watched Endgame, you kind of get it. But, nonetheless, that was today's super exciting, entertaining news. Now let's dance on to the birthdays, shall we? It's my birthday! Oh, yeah, this little hob, well, he's not really a hobbit, I guess, but- Pup Frodo was the good son and refused to play Marty McFly in a round of wild gunmen. Elijah Wood is 40. He met the Millers in the maze and was rumored to be Pennywise till a tarantula bit him in the nether regions. He's so lucky he got to kiss Jennifer Aniston and Emma e. Roberts in the same scene. He's a young 27. That's Will Poulter. Uh, Born Stephen Fairley, he became a WWE champion and a world heavyweight champion before appearing in films The Escapist and of Assault of Darkness, Seamus, 42. Want to feel old? The youngest member of the popular 90s boy band Backstreet Boys, Nick Cardi. Nick Cardi? Cardi. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Carter is 41. Wow. Still want to feel old? The oldest of this boy band uh, was a singer and performer who got his break with InSync. Joey Fatone is forty-three. Ooh, the fat and fat Your birthdays for today. Happy birthday! But it's weird to think that in sync in uh, Backstreet Boys that uh, they're all in their late forties now. I mean, these—that was the younger one—or early
0: 40s exactly well time flies and so does uh, this segment that does it for entertainment news when we come back we explore america's penis and the strange things that happen down there it is time for florida man we will see you after these messages
1: after these messages
0: we'll be right back Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at Phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Thursday, January 28th. Now we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now you can get a hold of us on social. I'm available at Facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.SanFilippo, that's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O.94 or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now it is Thursday, and as we like to do on Thursdays, we explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. Yes, it is time for Florida Man.
1: Oh, good for you! welcome to florida man one of the fun segments we haven't done this in a couple weeks it's been a little bit I is, yeah. florida man stories i didn't realize i piled more on yesterday so i have a slew of them for at least the next month hey, the but the anyways merrier. i uh, uh which roll on to the fun as this one is titled naked florida man bites canine punches and spits on deputies let's roll on down to columbia county It's usually a police job to sink its teeth into an unruly suspect, but deputies in Columbia County said that 38-year-old Donald Watts beat their canine to the bite. An arrest report reviewed by WJAX shows Watts faced charges for simple battery on law enforcement officer resisting arrest with violence and aggravated on a service dog. Hmm, I don't like that part. It started on December 27th when a woman called deputies to report Watts for using meth. that'll do it when deputies arrived they received another call from a neighbor reporting a man in his yard with a, a man was in his yard with a flashlight investigators saw the light and approached the suspect as they moved closer they could hear strange noises coming from a shallow creek the arrest report said watts laughed and made bird noises as he paced back and forth other than in the mud smeared all over his bodies deputies say watts was completely nude it's definitely not the matter i just like to cover myself with all natural mud he's a naturalist. Before they could get him in custody deputies said he ran away and hid under the stairs and of a nearby mobile home when he came out of hiding a deputy tried to detain him but it ended in fisticuffs it literally says fisticuffs <laughs> Authorities said that watts punched the deputy another deputy had seen enough and deployed the taser. Deputy, who had been punched, pulled out the taser, took aim at Watts, and fired. As the suspect ran away, authorities decided to wait for backup. Six more deputies and their canine, Casper, joined him. The crew managed to catch up to the suspect in the woods, where he got down on his hands and knees to growl like a dog. Accordingly, they sent their dog to subdue him, but deputy said Watts pounced on the dog and bit his ear. Watts allegedly, that part's not funny. The story's just ridiculous. It is. Watts, Watts allegedly wrestled Casper to the ground with a chokehold, even so he couldn't hold him forever. Once free, deputies said Casper bit Watts on the head, finally giving deputies the chance to take control. But deputies being in custody, uh, Watts remained defiant. As they led him out of the woods, Watts spat on one of the deputies, uh, and then he was finally subdued. A local hospital treated the man's dog bite before authorities locked him inside the county jail. That was some crazy meth. Like, that guy was an unstoppable freak, man. Has the planet gone mad? Oh, yeah, I'm going to take down your dog, Casper. I'm going to bite him in the ear. You're going to
0: shoot me with the taser? I'm going to go after you. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm bumped up and jacked up on pixie sticks. I want to see the bot body cam footage for that.
1: I do too. It seems so ridiculous, but yet I was so entertained. Oh,
0: me too. I hope you guys I love Florida, that. man.
1: It's great. I don't know if anything's gonna top that one, but we're going back on down to D-Land, Florida. In Volus County, deputy encountered an an unusual scene on New Year's Day when he found a 260-pound intoxicated man lying on top of his 77-year-old Uber driver. Okay, they do get better. (laughs) They were both in the driver's seat of a minivan. Body camera video released by Sheriff's Office Shows. Uh, The deputy was flagged down at 12.43 p.m. by a driver on North Kepler Road who said there were two men who were involved in a fight in a Honda minivan up the road. When the deputy arrived, he found the driver's side door open with two sets of legs sticking out toward the road. The deputy said he found Michael Jared, 48, face down on top of a 77-year-old Uber driver. Both the victim and suspect had bloody faces. Help me! Help me! Please get him off me, the driver said. Uh, saying in the deputy's body cam video, the victim. It says, "Warning: The video below contains graphic content. Viewer discretion is advised." I just watched. Viewer it's discretion funny. is advised. Exactly. That's perfect. <laughs> the victim later told deputies he is an Uber driver and he was called to pick up Garrett on North Kentucky Avenue in Dealand. After he turned onto North Kepler, Garrett asked him to stop. When the driver pulled over, he said Garrett uh, reached up and sucker punched him in the face. And then he climbed in the rear passenger seat toward the driver. A struggle ensued between the driver and Garrett, and both men punched each other. When the deputy arrived, he pulled Garrett off the victim. The deputy attempted to put Garrett in the back of his patrol car. However, Garrett slurring his words and ignoring, he said, I am complying, but why are you stopping me and why are you restraining me this way? Because you're on top of some man. You're both covered in blood. No, you tell me why. I just told you why. The deputy led the stumbling and slurring Garrett back to the patrol car and attempted to put him in the back of the car, but Garrett refused. You're under arrest, by the way, the deputy told Garrett. For what? Another deputy arrived and two deputies attempted to shove the man in the car belly first. Garrett said he was dying, closed his eyes, and fell face first into the back seat. The encounter left the deputy and his patrol card smeared with the suspect's blood and snot. The video ends with Garrett sitting up on the ground crying and yelling, The police is corrupt According to the arrest report, Garrett was taken to the hospital where he was where he also assaulted a nurse. Oh my God. <laughs> now Garrett is charged with battery on a person at sixty-five years old or older. Uh, battery on law enforcement, criminal mischief, assault on law enforcement officer again, and assault on a medical care provider. Garrett also earned the title of Sheriff Mike Chitwood's first scumbag of the week for 2021. Our first scumbag of the week for 2021 is Mr. Nightmare New Year Day Uber rider who decided to sucker punch and attack a 77-year-old driver. I'm just trying to do... who was just trying to do his job. Thankfully, someone flagged him down, so... Just when you don't think things can get crazy down in the world of Florida, well, you. Isn't that weird? That is weird, man. Two good stories right at the gate. Can it get better? Let's make it a trio. Find out. Let's see, man. We got two minutes to fly through some more. Okla, Florida. A Florida man is in jail on charges he beat an elderly golfer after trying to steal his golf balls at a course. Marion County Sheriff said. 22 year old Tyler Dearden was taking golf balls from a golfer's bucket at a club in Ocala, Florida. Wait, Tyler I, Durden? Uh, Tyler Durden. We're just going to call him Tyler Durden. <laughs> okay. It's like Dearden. <laughs> okay. Tyler Dearden. But we'll call Close him Tyler enough. Durden. And if I'm saying Ocala, Florida, I'm probably butchering that. It's probably Ocala. I don't know. News outlets say the golfer told him not to do that and went to report him. Um, and when he returned, Durden came up to him and stated he wanted to apologize. But he punched him! Knocked him to the ground. Durden told deputies he was defending himself and because the golfer threatened him by putting a golf club at him. Then he got down on his knees, whispered, It's Fight Club. We don't talk about it. (laughs) He really didn't say that part. (laughs) The golfer suffered from a broken rib, bruises and cuts that required stitches. Durden remained in jail on a $10,000 bond. No attorney was listed. He was charged with aggravated battery on a person of 65 years or older for the incident. You're so dumb! You are really dumb, for
0: real.
1: Speaking of dumb, this idiot uh, came down. uh, He's from Orlando. He did not want to wear a mask at Best Buy on Saturday and was booked for disorderly conduct after he coughed, spit, sneezed throughout the store. He even wiped boogers on Blu-rays and stuff. Employees at a Vero Beach location of the chain told Indian River County Sheriff's Office they asked Alton George Ashby multiple times to wear a mask to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Ashby of Palm Bay, Oh, he is a handsome. He looks like the blob from X-Men. <laughs> Ashby 51 of Palm Bay was going to the Geek Squad to get help, but walked up with no mask. Ashby then proceeded to cough, spit all over the Geek Squad counter, then continued to walk around the connected department to do the same thing. He also accused, he's also accused of pulling a package of masks down on the floor, spraying a soda drink, sneezing all over the counter, wiping his hands on shelves, wiping boogers on product, and refusing to leave. After he was pulled over in the Cadillac sedan he left with, Ashby explained that his behavior by saying he's going through a lot this year and got <laughs> carried away. Ashby posted a $500 bond and is due... Well, he was due in court January 5th. Ugh. Like, just wear a mask, you idiot. Jeez. (laughs) And you know what? That's all the time we have for Florida Man today. But stay tuned next Thursday where we have more adventures from the craziness of America's penis.
0: You know, Florida Man never disappoints. I always love Thursdays because it's so much fun. Well, folks, (laughs) we are headed into our break. Uh, When we come back, we've got a segment called, Well, You Tried. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash radio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, January 28th. Now it is the final segment of the first hour, but don't fret, there is still plenty ahead with our fast second hour, including our call-in topic of terrible movie trailers. Now if you missed Terrible. Terrible. It- if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix radio show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, iHeart, TuneIn, about 20 and all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because, well, sharing is caring. This segment, which we've titled, Well, You Tried, actually kind of stems from our conversation yesterday at the top of the show, where I asked Tony if he's ever had an employee or a uh, worked a job where it was so easy a monkey could have done it. Well, in this uh, case, it's uh, employees or people who uh, had a job, they tried their best, but didn't quite work out so well. For instance, you have this one where it's a uh, picture of a beautiful, brand new house, and you know one of these big tracks And uh, you know it's a dark gray house. The windows have white trim all around them, and the uh, the gutters, the storm drains, are white as well. Well, what they didn't realize was the placement of the storm drains in relation to the windows. Uh, well, if you look at the house, it says "poop" in the Upstairs area, and uh, I'll post this on our Facebook page so you guys could check it out. But uh, anybody driving by can't help but see the word "poop" just built into the house itself.
1: There's the poop house. There's Old Man Smithers' house. There, Uh, we're gonna go put a thing of poop there.
0: (laughs) Moving on with, well, you tried. Oh yeah. You have uh, this employee who decided to include the cutter as a premium topping in the pizza. It's one of those weird square pizzas, but uh, when you open it up, the cutter is actually almost baked into the pizza. And it's the full metal plastic handle. Uh, you know, it's a nice little surprise, but uh, you might want to double-check your work there.
1: Tasty! Oh, man. Hey, you come down to Little Caesars. Not only do you get the deep-dish pizza, but we're going to throw in the cutter for free! Come on down today, only $7, hot and fresh, to, uh, to, what is their tagline? Hot and ready, hot and fresh, slicey dicey.
0: <laughs> Let's move on with, well, you try. Oh, yeah! Here's a picture of a packaging label, something, I, I don't know what the product is itself, but on the side, you know, it has little icons of all the different things that uh, it can be used for, including an icon of somebody riding a bike, somebody fishing, somebody golfing, somebody shooting, somebody uh, riding a horse. And then, of course, they label underneath each picture what it is. Problem is the f- person forgot to change the uh, word. So under the picture of the biking, it says biking. Under the picture of the fishing, it says biking. At, under the picture of the golfer it says, well, biking. After <laughs> under the picture of the uh guy with the gun it says biking uh and that includes all the way down. So uh on a finished packaging label again, check your work, make sure that uh yeah. everything is complete.
1: You know, that guy is definitely the, the cream of the crop. crop. Got to get him hired ASAP.
0: <laughs> Here's somebody else that uh, you'll want to hire ASAP with well you tried. Tony, did you ever have a uh, Tickle Me Elmo when you grew up? Never. Come on, little bubble. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the no. creepiest Elmo you will ever see. Uh, it turns out somebody attached the eyes on backwards. So uh, the Repro. front of Elmo's face has the nose, the mouth, and just a blank white stare. And if you look at the back of it, well, the eyeballs are back there. So <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Wait, way to traumatize oh, some kids.
1: Yeah, they tried hard there, man. Nailed it.
0: <laughs> Moving on with, well, you tried. Tony, uh, obviously, we're in a world where, you know, you have to fill out forms online. And, of course, you know, mm-hmm. they give you those little warnings if you either didn't do it right or you didn't enter something improperly. Well, this one is a screenshot where it says, first name, somebody typed in the name Alan, and then there's a big exclamation mark under that that says, must be a number. Apparently, you uh, they're only looking for Elon Musk's child to fill out that form.
1: That's it. Sorry, uh, you are not allowed to work here because your name's Ron. We're looking for like seven, maybe, maybe if your number was one, maybe eleven I mean, from Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, but you're not. You're just Ron. So <laughs> uh, I'm really sorry, but uh, we're gonna have to not take you.
0: Yeah, so. unfortunately. Goodbye. <laughs> Let's move on with employees. Well, you tried. Here's somebody who is in charge of making a sign for a, a restaurant, as far as it appears, uh, warning the food may contain human flesh because the sign says, we're hiring servers, serve people, greeters, greet people, line cooks, cook people. Wait, no, that's not right. Somebody Ooh. crossed out through the people and put food, but uh, yeah, we don't want to cook people, uh, and uh, I wonder if they serve a nice Chianti.
1: Yes, yes, yes. That's <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> Not good,
0: not good. Speaking of uh, employees who tried and mislabeled, uh, you know, you go to the grocery store and they have sort of those prefabbed meals and things that you can pick up from the deli section or wherever it may Mm -hmm. be. Well, here's a picture of what looks like a delicious Oreo cookies and cream milkshake. Label says crunchy vegetable salad.
1: Well... It depends on your take, you know. It, it is, it's meatless, so it's kind of vegetarianish.
0: Well, if you're it's on a tragic. diet or you're trying to be on a diet and you just want to prove to your partner, yeah, I ate healthy today, you know, you finish off the shake, you bring them the, uh, the cup home and say, look, I had a crunchy vegetable salad. Here's the proof. Yeah,
1: you're judging. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you know, you're justifying it <laughs> somehow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, let's move on with... Well, you tried. Here's one that uh, we've actually seen before. But again, it's worth re-mentioning. Going back to uh, uh, grocery stores and delis that you know label things. This one is roast beef and criminalized onion relish. Oh, well, I wonder what that onion relish did to uh, become criminalized.
1: Very, very bad. <laughs> it's a smooth criminal.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh. Oh, this next one is, is gold. People, when you're putting price tags on a label, if you're basically putting something somewhere, just make sure you understand where you're putting it on. Here's a picture of what looks like uh, some sort of floral plant. The label sticker is covering part of it. And, uh, well, the label says pot of cum. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I'm glad Whoa. I said that before Whoa. you took I'm a drink. Way. Yikes! <laughs> you either have an employee who's really hilarious and decided to do that, or uh, just not really paying attention.
1: It was their it was their last day. Let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> Let's move on with. Well, you tried. We were talking about forms before and uh, online forms. Well, here's one that. Uh, Boy, if you're answering this one, you must be a ghost. It says, Have you ever been in an accident that resulted in your death? And then it has a check mark for yes or a check mark for no. If you're marking yes, well, there's some issues. <laughs> oh, no. I'm back and I'm ready to work. <laughs> this next one uh, sort of goes back to the uh, product labeling person. Again, you know, make sure it, you double check it before it goes out. It looks like a uh, bottle of uh, maybe a five hour energy, something along those lines. And it has the expiration date. It says best before mm.dd.yyyy. Yeah, they forgot the expiration date and just put the placeholder in there mmddyyyyy.
1: You got to be Nostradamus or psychic to figure that out. You're like, this expires somewhere between, or what is that? The one from Mallrats, somewhere between <laughs> January and mm, March. It's The third <laughs> nipple gets you every time.
0: <laughs> Let's move on with, well, you tried. Uh, here is a very confusing sign that somebody made up. It says the library is now selling free coffee for a dollar. So is it free or is it a dollar?
1: Hey, it's Which is it? it's it's the tax you got to pay tax on free, <laughs> Uncle Sam. They ain't letting you have it. They'll give it to you, but Uncle Sam won't. You know <laughs>
0: they gotta get
1: they gotta get that in
0: exactly. <laughs> Here's one that uh, boy, it's uh, the definition of irony and somebody not doing their job properly. It's a picture of a sealed fortune cookie. Well, the fortune's not in the cookie; it's on the outside of the cookie. But the irony of that is the fortune is. The job is well done. Well, apparently it's not.
1: No, all you have to do is one thing. Put the fortune in the cookie.
0: <laughs> and then finally in, well, you tried. Here's something I know you run into. It is uh, a sign that says due to shortages on toilet paper, there is a limit of one per household. Thank you for understanding. Um, I would assume they meant one package per household. Um, Oh, actually, I just got it. There's a sign right next to it that says buy one, get one free. Well, how can you have one package, buy one, get one free? It doesn't quite work out that way.
1: It doesn't work that way. Nope. That means you get two. Plus one is two.
0: Right. Yeah. And and that might be a little hard to enforce, but, uh, you know, it's the way it goes. Well, folks, that does it for our first hour in the segment. Well, you tried. When we come back, it is time for our interactive portion. We're talking terrible movie trailers. So uh, we're headed in the long break. Enjoy the news. Take a potty break. Get a cup of tea. And we will see you guys in about eh, seven minutes. Seven.
1: DJ. You can
0: see it yes. Gentlemen I wash my hands of this weirdness radio show it is thursday january 28th we are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy crazy world still joined by my co-host tony sanfilippo tony did you have a nice little seven minute break there
1: i did man just uh really behind the scenes excitement i was putting away laundry Woohoo! super fun trying to multitask all the chores in between
0: when your day is so busy yeah you got to take those few little minutes to to do what you can but uh you know that's the way it goes and that's obviously you know us doing a show early in the morning you got to take care of those things where you can absolutely (laughs) well folks this is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys the viewers and listeners i almost said viewers and watchers that's the same thing On the topic of the day, and of course we give you that topic 24 hours in advance, so you have time to call in on the Phoenix line, which is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. Let us know what your pick is, what your story is, whatever it may be for that topic of the day. Today's topic is terrible movie trailers. Obviously, trailers are designed to give you a sense of what the movie's going to be like, to uh, feed you a little bit, but not give away the whole farm That way you get to the theaters or you download the streaming service or whatever it may be in order to uh, enjoy a movie and and obviously earn your money. But every once in a while a trailer misses a mark. Either it uh, gives away the entire story or in my case, it is uh, all of the funny parts are in the trailer. You go to watch the movie and those are the only funny parts. The rest of the movie is just humdrum, Terrible, and uh, in my case, uh, I'm talking about the 2016 reboot of one of our favorite beloved franchises, Ghostbusters. And I, wa- <laughs> I wasn't upset about the fact that they were females, obviously, you know, that there was an outcry that oh, you can't do that. Who cares about that? As long as it's a good story, well directed, funny, and uh, holds true to the original, that's all I was expecting, but that's not what I got. Um the trailer for the rebooted Ghostbusters basically looked like a supernatural take on Paul Feig's Bridesmaids, because it was directed by Paul Feig, and it played out sort of like a two-minute Saturday Night Live sketch on uh, Ghostbusters, uh, considering that half the cast is from Saturday Night Live to begin with. But ultimately, you know, it it, it gave away huge parts of the movie. None of the original cast uh, played their original parts they were just sort of you know cheeky little uh winks at the camera and ultimately the entire trailer gave away all the funniest parts which to be fair weren't all that funny um it's no secret that we i guess despise would be the (laughs) the best description of that movie but again not for the ensemble cast but for the care that wasn't taken to honor the original so that's my pick for worst movie trailer ever. Now, Tony, I know through Pop Culture Kaboom, through our friend Jimmy Jones, you watch a lot of trailers, and a lot of those are uh, not the best. Uh, oh but
1: man, yeah.
0: What would be your pick for a terrible, terrible movie trailer?
1: I'm glad you said the Jimmy thing. I was gonna, I was gonna give a, a, a shameless plug there, and if you guys all want to hear, these are the movies that I have to review this week: Earwig and the Witch, Little Fish the wanting mare bliss and reunion
0: oh i know all the of those of watch. Yeah. i've been looking forward so, to. so yeah them. i, I watch a
1: lot of uh our segment there is the uh, most horrible um god-awful trailers that you'll ever see and and there's true so i see a lot of bad trailers now when it comes to big blockbuster films i'm in the same boat with you i hate trailers that tell you the movie and i have no desire to go see it you know. Um, I poked fun most recently at what was it, a dog's purpose, the one where he like, like he he follows his owner. They get in a race car and it just basically oh, you yeah. see everything, and you're like, I don't need to see it. But that's not what I picked. I actually have two, but I'm only going to give you one in case we need a filler. Fair enough. Uh, but I went back and I had to think. There's so many trailers, and uh, you know, one of them uh, that was so bad was uh, for me was uh, Terminator Genesis. Uh you know I'm a big fan of the Terminator movies. Love them. Always get excited for a sequel but I'm always disappointed cuz the movies typically not that great. It's hard to live up when Terminator 2 Judgment Day is a fantastic movie. Um but Terminator Genesis the big thing that really killed it wasn't so much that you're like okay well Arnold's back. That's cool. It's another Terminator. All right. You're taking Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. She's going to be Sarah Connor. This is cool oh, okay, well, John Connor, oh, wait, you just told me John Connor's the bad guy, he's a robot.
0: Right. Gave gave away the big big ending.
1: Big thing. You could have just not mentioned that, you could have just had John Connor, you could have just given me less, but not only that, is now, why do I care about the other villain that they're fighting at the beginning of the trailer? Like, I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. John Connor's the bad, and it's just, you know, unfortunately they gave away too much, and The movie ended up not being very good anyway, so um, you know I hate movies that just I hate trailers that spoil and and if no one claims it in the next segment I'm gonna let somebody else have it but if no one claims it I do have a second one um, because I did go and I looked at some bad trailers I went and rewatched them like I rewatched the Terminator Genesis trailer last night and I was like. Yeah, this is why I
0: didn't like that. (laughs) Yeah, that Terminator Genesis trailer would be uh, equivalent of, um, you know, them basically showing that Bruce Willis had been dead the whole time for uh, Sixth Sense. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. It
1: would be, you know, upcoming movies, you know, like Marvel does it smart. They show you a bunch of scenes that are not really in the movie like they just shoot specific things to throw you off they do it with their uh with wandavision as well there's just stuff they shoot to throw you off to make the trailer look cool but doesn't give away any of the secret which that's genius but we're talking not genius and bad trailers. (laughs) so let us know we want to hear
0: well folks when we come back it is all about you we want to hear your pick for a terrible movie trailer and why so don't go anywhere we will be right back get everything you need for the christian phoenix radio show over at phoenixmedia.us or on facebook at facebook.com for slash phoenix media radio now back to the show and we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, January 28th. And we are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, about our topic of the day. Now to chime in live, just head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video and comment there. And our topic today is worst movie trailers. I got a bad feeling about this. Now, before the break, uh, I talked about uh, the reboot of Ghostbusters, how uh, it gave away all the funny parts. Tony talked about Terminator Genesis, how it essentially gave away the twist ending. But uh, what the twist? <laughs> but now we're—it's uh, all about you guys, Tony. Uh, I assume you've had a couple people chime in on uh, what they feel are the worst movie trailers ever.
1: I have Super fan Friday. Lacey, inform me the movie that I quoted. What did I? I said a dog's purpose, but I was stand corrected. It is the art of racing in the rain. How dare you? I was looking for. I know. She said it turned out to be a good movie, but she's with me. The trailer it made it super obvious the dog dies. Spoiler alert. Bella wanted to see it. It's so good. So you can still see it, but it just you. I got the gist of the movie. Um, their movie is um. Was that it for trailers? They didn't give me one. Well, oh no she did sorry okay i see it she was giving me my sound update earlier she would say uh rogue one was a terrible trailer for her didn't say why it just says rogue one okay. or cats and i could get on board with cats <laughs> because that movie looked freaky as f and i don't care if one of my crushes taylor swift was in there taylor swift as a cat is disturbing freaky and a new. Yeah. Like, I have no desire to ever see that movie.
0: Ever. It, not only did the trailer look terrible, but uh, Jesse and I decided to 20-minute uh, rule it one day. We got about oh, three no minutes way. in and had to go. No way. It yeah. We made it three minutes. It was, oh, it was so bad. Terrible CG, freaky looking weird cats. And, of course, uh, you know, the trailer gave us all of that to begin with. So, uh,
1: well. You, that's crazy you even watched it three minutes. Like, I heard that movie was so bad, like, they didn't even finish, like, some of the CGI, like, at times, like, they have human hands when they're... Yep. It just looked freaky. I think if your name's attached to it, you want people to forget you were ever in that. (laughs) Like, James Corden, his movie career, already dead.
0: Oh. He's
1: he's stuck in late night forever,
0: (laughs) because... Now, one of the things about Cats is I've heard that there is a, a little bit of a cult following in the way that uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, where people will go to the theater and make fun of it and do you know weird things just despite the fact that it's a terrible, terrible movie.
1: Yeah, no thanks. Like, yeah.
0: But we are, just,
1: just even Taylor Swift is not enough for me for that.
0: Exactly. But we are talking terrible movie trailers. Uh, anybody else chime in on your end tone?
1: Um, <laughs> no. There was a funny comment I got, but gotcha. no. Um, I reached out to a few people to see if they said anything. No, but, but I do have one. Before you go to a list, yeah, let's do it. Since no one else chimed, um, I had, when I was going through a refresher because when you've seen a million trailers like myself or you, uh, it's hard to think of that one distinct one where you're like, you know what, that's the ultimate bad one. But then when you see it, you're like, oh yeah, that was really bad. I remember why I didn't like that. Um, one of them that is really old school, and this—I'm glad they don't do trailers like this anymore. Although I wish they had the original trailer voice guy. In a world. Was in it? Exactly. You could do it. You should be the new one. Hey. Uh, but let's write go Hollywood. back to uh, Castaway.
0: Interesting. And the okay. problem with
1: Castaway for the trailer is, and I jotted this down is anyone who saw the trailer for Castaway. Um, they had the entire movie spoiled for him in the trailer like literally in the preview were shown not only that the plane crashed that tom hanks character survives um he arrived on the island and he's all alone which of course you got to build up like the point like yep he's alive he's stuck on an island that's that's not too much of a spoiler um but all of a sudden it shows him age like he's that nice porty healthy tom hanks when he crashes but then all of a sudden he's really skinny and big beardy and he's And obviously you can tell he's stuck on the island for a long time. Um, The trailer doesn't stop. It also shows his character building a raft, detailing a note how long he's been on the island. Even worse, at the end, it tells he survives and makes it home when the last shot of the movie is in the trailer. Oh, no. It shows him kissing Helen Hunt, and then it actually shows, like, yeah, you were on the island for 1,500 days. So i mean everyone saw the movie which is great but that trailer alone literally showed you what happens where he goes and don't worry spoiler alert he gets off the island so back in the day i don't recall catching all that but rewatching that trailer because it showed up in almost every list of uh bad trailers so That's i had funny. to watch it and then i watched it and i go that's an awful trailer. Like it's awful. <laughs> and I hate it, it, I'm still glad I saw the movie, but right.
0: uh I hate when they give away the farm in the trailer. Um what's funny is you were thinking about old, you know, talking about old school trailers and it made me think about uh the uh what was it called, The Grindhouse with Quentin Tarantino and Robert oh, Rodriguez yeah. and they did those intentionally bad like 70s grindhouse type trailers. They're so good because they're so bad. I, w- I would recommend everybody go out, go onto YouTube, type in Grindhouse Trailers, and just watch them. They're hilarious.
1: No, oh, yeah. I remember, what was that? For It was uh, Thanksgiving, the turkey one.
0: Yeah, supposed to be directed by Eli Roth. And uh, they even tried to make him or uh, get him to make the movie, uh, but obviously he didn't. But uh, so funny. So funny. But we are That's talking... Awesome. Truly terrible trailers, and there is still time for you to chime in on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click in the live video there and comment uh, on this list. And uh, I had forgotten about this one, and it was actually a decent enough movie for a comic book movie the trailer for Venom. So, the whole appeal of a Venom movie comes that the idea that Venom will well, you know, be in the movie. Apparently the folks working on Sony's Venom teaser didn't get that memo though because this reel featured a whole lot of Eddie Brock and none of the guy that the movie is named after. It was still an interesting trailer in that it gave us a look at Tom Hardy's Eddie and did a good job preparing us for the legitimatality? No, that's not a word. Uh, (laughs) Legitimately scary Marvel movie, though the film ended up being a fun buddy cop comedy to everyone's surprise. And that actually goes back to the fact that it was originally rated R and then they it down to PG-13. But ultimately in the trailer, you never got to saw, got to saw, got to see, boy, words are hard today, the actual Venom until the second Venom trailer. And even then you just got a quick little glimpse.
1: That's actually, you know, that's kind of good they didn't show so much Venom. Like that can't, makes you want to see, like, how does he look, his Venom? Is it good? Is it too much? Is, you know.
0: Right, but I mean, even if they give you sort of the him becoming Venom, that would be enough to get you going, but the original teaser trailer had no Venom whatsoever.
1: No, because I think even Morbius, at least there's a tease that he becomes Morbius the vampire.
0: Exactly, and you see that for, you know, a half a second, but you know that that's Morbius, that's the character he becomes, so... Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's that's terrible movie trailers for you. you know, that's the marketing departments who uh, either they don't have enough footage to work with, or uh, you know they are just trying to pass something off because there's a deadline. Uh, Another movie that's uh, on this list is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, uh, which really missed the mark with its final trailer. It almost seems like a completely different marketing team had handled each one. The first one had really intense atmospheric music, a smart cut of scenes that didn't give away much of the plot, and best of all, a jaw-dropping cliffhanger ending that left viewers dying to know the fate of all three protagonists. The first trailer, however, undid everything that made the first trailer. Sorry, the final trailer undid everything that made the first trailer special by spelling out the <clears throat> excuse me the significance of what happened in the aforementioned teaser, as well as what plot events came after it and what the movie's endgame was going to be. And again, that's one of those things that gives you sort of the whole beginning, middle, and end. Why I mean, we we want to go see the movie? You made it exciting. Don't give away the farm.
1: Yeah. Again, that's the number one annoyance is when they actually show everything, Uh, you know, don't, don't want to know, like, I just want enough little sample size to be like, yep, I want to watch that. (laughs) Uh,
0: Moving on with disappointing movie trailers, uh, this one, and uh, it really comes down to the song selection for the movie trailer, because you have heard it in so many of them. Well, The high-octane sci-fi action uh, movie involving motorcycles and laser guns. Yes, we're talking Star Trek Beyond with the Beastie Boys sabotage song that uh, really didn't fit the Star Trek movies that J.J. Abrams had set up in the first two. It was sort of like an action-adventure Fast and the Furious cash grab with the Star Trek name. It just didn't make sense to the context of the rest of the movie.
1: No. Well, that one was bad too in the sense that J.J. left. He just was a producer versus a director because that's when he went to go do The Force Awakens. So you kind of just got this... It was it, it. definitely had a way different vibe than the first two.
0: Oh, it did. And it was directed by, I want to say, James Wan, who directed uh, a couple Fast of... Fast and the
1: Furious. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Fast and the Furious. He did Aquaman. Uh, he also did uh, a Saw movie or two, but uh, ultimately not... Oh,
1: good one. Yeah,
0: not the best of the Star Trek movies, uh, yeah. especially considering who helmed the first two.
1: You know, uh, Lacey just chimed in uh, with a really good one. I think you're going to agree with this one, too. I 100% agree. Uh, the trailer for Anchorman 2 had all the funny parts in yes. it, too, and that movie was terrible. That was actually one of the worst flipping sequels I've ever seen in my life.
0: Right. And not bad. Yeah, none of what was in the trailer was in the actual movie. And they actually released two different cuts of the movie uh, with different jokes, and both of them were pretty terrible.
1: Oh man, that whole, that scene with him and the shark, forever. Like, it was like the first Anchorman, classic. Like, that was a fantastic movie. But Anchorman 2, whoa. Well, so
0: I, I think bad. you stumbled upon a future Colin topic of uh, terrible sequels.
1: There you that go. That don't live up
0: to the original. But, so.
1: but I agree with that trailer. Because that trailer, you're like, oh, it's raw burgundy. I definitely want to see it. And it did have funny lines. And yeah. you're like, okay, cool and then you get duped i hate feeling duped when you've seen all that you could see and then once you've seen it you're like oh why did i go see that so bad so frustrating
0: well folks that does it for the interact portion of the show when we come back we've got a segment called mic drop don't go anywhere
1: boom
0: Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, January 28th. Now we talk about it a couple times each day. It is the Phoenix line, our 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our interactive portion of the day. Whatever that topic may be, tomorrow's topic is worst first date stories. <laughs> so, uh,
1: oh, buddy, do I got one for you oh, guys? Oh, I'm sure.
0: We've talked about uh, red flags and how it ended. Well, now we're looking at how it started. What is the worst first date that you've ever you been must on? Have
1: been love, but it's all for now.
0: Well, we want to hear from you. On the Phoenix Line at 855-Phoenix-Radio, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, in this segment, which we titled Mic Drop, wanted to look back at comments and just mic drop-type comments. One of my favorite things to do each night as I wind down get ready for bed is Go through Facebook and not necessarily read the articles, but actually go through the comments to see how people are battling it out and see uh, if there are any really, truly clever comments out there. And so uh, this is a list of some great mic drop type comments that, uh, oh, they are good. They are very good. So let's go ahead and kick off with this first one. On a social media page, uh, somebody writes, my D is so big, it goes from A to Z, to which somebody replies... Look at your keyboard.
1: He's on fire! Mm, drop!
0: Yeah, if you you look at your keyboard, A and Z are kind of right next to each other. So uh, <laughs> uh, Here's one from a text message where uh, mom got the upper hand. The uh, child says, Mom, stop. You're not funny. You never make jokes. To which she simply replies, well, I made you. He's on fire! <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Here's another text exchange with a nice little comeback. It says, um, how was your flight? To which somebody replies, this is his GF. Who are you exactly? Why are you texting him? To which the original person replies back, okay, first of all, stop calling yourself his girlfriend to make yourself feel better than the other girls. We all know you ain't official, so don't flatter yourself. Second, I'm the girl that can make any girl go from a GF to an X real quick. Now how, now how was my brother's flight? Ooh, wasn't a girlfriend. It was actually the uh, the sister. So uh... he's on fire.
1: <laughs> Drop.
0: Going back to one we were just talking about. Uh, again, in a text exchange, somebody goes, uh, "My D is so hard." To which uh, the person simply replies, "Well, to find." He's on fire. <laughs> Drop. <laughs> Uh, here's a meme that uh, is uh, John Oliver uh, uh, interviewing Stephen Hawking. And it uh, starts out with a picture of John Oliver. says, you've stated that you believe that there could be an infinite number of parallel universes. Does that mean there is a universe out there where I am smarter than you? To which Stephen Hawking replies, yes. And also a universe where you're funny. Ooh.
1: Ooh. He's on fire! Yeah. You know, mm, drop!
0: Stephen Hawking is actually kind of a funny guy, you know, if you ever watch the Big Bang Theory um, He's great on that multiple guest appearances, and uh, it's always fun always fun
1: His battles with Sheldon are legendary
0: (laughs) All right, here's a uh, Facebook exchange where somebody puts up a post It makes my heart smile when two ugly people find each other and fall in love to which somebody replies So who's the lucky guy? He's on fire! Ooh. Mm, drop. <laughs> uh, let's move on with mic Drop uh, replies and comments. Uh, Tony, how do you feel about che- Chelsea Handler?
1: Uh, you know, I don't find her all that entertaining. I respect what she does. She's, she makes a good living at what she does, but just I've never been I've never gravitated towards her.
0: Yeah, I don't find her funny. She had a talk show for a while. She had a variety show, but uh, here's a meme from from the talk show. She's interviewing, I assume, a band. Says, I love globes actually, because you can never remember where all the countries are. Like, I didn't know Nicaragua was next to Costa Rica. Have you guys ever heard of Nicaragua? To which they reply, Yeah, because we were schooled in England.
1: Ooh. Mm,
0: drop! <sighs> Chelsea Handler. Ooh. Can't stand her. <laughs> All right, let's move on with mic drop comments. This a text exchange. The original person says, "Who is this?" To which replies, "How does it feel to f a second hand p that I have smashed a hundred times, you asshole?" To which the original person uh, replies, "Like brand new after the first inch and a half." <laughs> oh man, oh.
1: drop!
0: And you don't have to tell the story, Tony, but that reminds me of a uh, little conversation you had with my brother back in high school.
1: Yep, that was a uh, that was definitely a mic drop before mic dropping was a thing. Exactly. I felt bad, poor Alex. He didn't do anything. Yeah, that's
0: all right. It was high school. He's over. Yeah, it now.
1: and just you guys can create your own story out of it. But uh, I was with this really hot blonde girl for eh, it was probably around about two weeks or three weeks, and then we. Broke up, I deserved a princess, yada, yada. And then she was, I saw her making out with Christian's brother. And then I asked, I asked his uh, brother, um, yeah, I just asked him a question. Yeah, yeah. Which which kind of mortified poor Alex. So. Yeah, you
0: guys can fill in the blanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on with mic drop comments. This a Facebook post. Somebody puts, "I'm not a bloody taxi service. If you want a lift, I expect money." To which somebody replies, "Well, that would make you a taxi service."
1: He's on fire! <laughs> <Um-hum>!
0: <laughs> Let's move on. Here's another uh, sick burn. Original poster says, "I just ate fish taco. It reminded me of you." To which uh, she replied. What a coincidence. I just ordered a pizza and it came in 20 seconds. Thought of you. Ooh. <laughs> mm, drop.
1: <laughs> that one also warrants a uh, a, a very, uh, ooh, that one is definitely a burn. I just can't find my burn button there. That was, uh, <laughs> that was a good one. That would have been the perfect time to play that.
0: All right, let's see, uh, scrolling down. Here's another one. It says, when I die, I want my epitaph to read Mistakes Were Made, to which somebody replied, wasn't that already on your birth certificate? (laughs) Ooh. Uh, Yowie, wowie. (laughs) I love clever commenters.
1: Good stuff there, man.
0: All right, uh, this one. Oh, this is good. It's a... uh, I assume, a Twitter exchange. Um, In fact, it is. And uh, you've got uh, this girl named JJ who says, Why are you green? To the Grinch, the official Grinch. And her picture is, of course, of her making duck lips and a terrible fake tan, to which the Grinch replies, Why are you green? Why are you orange? Well, (laughs) terrible fake tan. (laughs) Oh, here's a great burn. Original post, maybe it's not always about trying to fix something that's broken. Maybe it's about starting over and creating something better, to which somebody replies. And that's why you have a younger brother. He's on fire! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, Tony, are you a Justin Bieber fan?
1: Oh, huge, man. Massive.
0: Are you a believer? No, really,
1: I'm a believer. I'm a believer. You're a believer.
0: (laughs) Well, here's somebody who is trying to defend Justin Bieber on social media. Says he has five albums, one book, over 56 awards, 86 shows, and over 18 million fans, and only 18 years old. What do you have? To which somebody aptly replies a penis. (laughs) You underestimate my power. oh here's some penis
1: you don't underestimate no no
0: and always take the high ground (laughs)
1: always (laughs) otherwise you know (laughs) it just leads to bad things
0: (laughs) and then finally here is a mic drop in an exchange between two competing brands not even competing brands just two brands out there on twitter Old Spice chimes in and says, why is it that fire sauce isn't made with any real fire? Seems like false advertising. (laughs) To which Taco Bell replies, is your deodorant made with really old spices? Probably not.
1: <laughs> you know who's a good roaster of uh of just burning people who's He's that wendy's oh wendy's, wendy's is great. burns everybody <laughs> well twitter folks
0: we are headed into our break but uh while you're on the break go ahead and check out wendy's twitter account and uh we'll be back for our final segment this day in history don't go anywhere Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media radio. Now, back to the show. Well, folks, we've made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, January 28th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows... It's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, iHeartTuning, Dozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? I don't give a <laughs> Do I look like I give a Because I don't. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, my God, Lemon. Oh, wow. Don't know what that last one was. <laughs>
1: well, I had it on. It was, uh, the soundbite said Tiffany pole, and I wanted to throw something random at you. That It was supposed to be yes, because there's like all kinds of yeses, and well, that I just one... thought that one would be funny. It was already censored, didn't have to do much.
0: <laughs> and it was definitely random.
1: But... And it was just a simple question. Are you a god? But, uh...
0: Apparently. She don't give an F.
1: Apparently she don't give an F.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, talk, he... Tiffany. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony?
1: Sharing is caring.
0: Sharing is caring. And we like to do on the last segment of the show, drop a little knowledge. Ooh, hopefully yes. make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. The in the globe for the stories that turned the world on its head. It's This Day in History. With your correspondent on the me, Christian Phoenix. All right, let's kick things off. This day in one thousand five hundred and twenty-one, Emperor Charles IV opens the Diet of Worms in Worms, Germany, which lasts until May twenty-fifth. Produced the Edict of Worms, which denounced Martin Luther. Uh, it just sounds like a terrible buffet to me.
1: Oh, it looks terrible, and Mart and this Martin Luther just just freaky looking in that painting. What is oh. that at? is that a pancake or a blob on his
0: head yeah my name is the holy
1: roman emperor charles the and i am big chin (laughs) sorry i get to make fun of the pictures because that's what i bring to on this day for you yeah
0: that works that's all i got Moving on this day in 1671, British pirate Henry Morgan, also known as Captain Morgan, captures yeah. Panama City from its Spanish defenders. We mentioned yesterday he landed in Panama. I guess it only took him one day in order to capture it. And, of course, Tony's doing the uh, infamous Captain Morgan as we speak. Minus There's
1: my a- head is cut off. <laughs> hear we- me, matey. I am Welsh pirate Henry Morgan here. I have a wicked mustache Let me go, yay, it's like Wario. warrior. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's move on this day yeah. to 1813. A Wario before Wario was a thing. Exactly. Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice is published by Thomas Egerton in the United Kingdom. It, I know it's your favorite book, Tony. You read it at least once a year, right?
1: Mm. Yes. I yeah, sure do.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, Trebek. <laughs>
0: Honestly, I've never read the book. I have no desire to read the book. And any time, wow. any version of a,
1: it wasn't a uh, wasn't a thing of uh, reading, you know, required reading. Oh, thank
0: God. Um, yeah,
1: that is a good thing. Excellent.
0: Anytime there's a version of it on TV or movies, I tune out immediately, except for Pride, Prejudice and Zombies was actually uh, kind of hilarious. <laughs>
1: Okay, I was going to say, so you have a choice to watch Pride and Prejudice or Cats. What are you watching?
0: Mm, cats, because at least I won't fall asleep with how terrible it is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Let's move on. This day in 1887, work begins on the Eiffel Tower in Paris. And of course, you can uh, look up online. They've got sort of these time lapse of it going up. It amazes me that back in the late 1800s, they were able to build these giant skyscrapers without the technology that we have today.
1: Oh, it's insane. You think about all the big skyscrapers they built in New York City. I mean, I, like you said, with not even the technology, just how you would even think that, like, you know what, I'm going to take concrete and I'm going to keep stacking it and stacking it and stacking it and stacking it and we're going to build walls around it and insul- it's People are smart, man. Yeah, yeah. Terrifying there's some to very think smart of. People up there.
0: You know, there's that uh, famous uh, photo of—I want to say it's the Empire State Building uh, being built—and a uh, bunch of guys sitting on a iron beam eating their lunch, hundreds of feet above the ground. You won't find F- me there,
1: no, man. And I'm not afraid of heights. I'm kind of like did not really phase me. Especially all the all the crazy like sky lifts I have to do at Costco sometimes. I've 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 gone accustomed to going that high. But we're talking Empire State, Building. That's a whole other world of queasiness. Like
0: yeah. That. No, thank you. Well, no. let's move on. This day in 1915, U.S. President Woodrow Wilson refuses to prohibit immigration of illiterates. Did that mean prior to that, uh, if you can't read, you can't get into the country? And do they need to send these people to the Derek Zoolander Center of, for people that can't read good? How can we be expected to teach children to learn how to read if they can't even fit inside the building?
1: Finally, got to use that sound bite for something.
0: <laughs> and it's funny that uh, we had the same thought <laughs> as far as it goes. <laughs> That's thanks, awesome. Woodrow. <laughs> all right, Tony, get your impression ready. This day in 1956, Elvis Presley's first appearance on national television, the Dorsey Brothers stage show.
1: Well, thank you very much. Uh, i like to be there. Uh, love all them beautiful people there. Uh, thanks for tuning in, huh?
0: Honka, of, honka, of burning love there. <laughs>
1: It's, yeah, it's a little better. A little bit better, little
0: better. each day. Just a little, a little bit. A little
1: bit each day. A little more practice. A little more.
0: This day in 1958, Dodger catcher Roy Campanella is paralyzed in an automobile wreck, uh, which is sad for ed- to happen to any sports star. But, you know, if you're paralyzed maybe from the waist down, you can still catch, right? You know, just in the wheelchair, sitting there behind the plate.
1: Ouch. Ouch. Not so much? <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: <There> you <go. laughs> Same <laughs> same day in 1958, the Lego company oh, okay. patents their design of Lego bricks, still compatible with bricks produced today. So, yeah, if you got a early 60s Lego set, you could still build it to use your Marvel set as well.
1: So you're saying that Lego Batman, or Batman will work with a 1958 Lego?
0: It will. Another
1: that is, that, You know, that's just... It's amazing.
0: <laughs> Another fun fact about Lego the plural of Lego is Lego. So, anybody who says I'm picking up some Legos, technically you're wrong. So, no, but uh, just picking up Lego. Exactly. Ooh, this day in 1969, the NFL draft OJ Simpson from USC is first picked by the Buffalo Bills. I heard he could just cut through defenses.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was a killer running back. <laughs> Like he just, you know, he just sliced and diced that, uh, you know, the O lines. Uh, no one could stop that guy.
0: Yeah, good on the Bills for taking a stab at him. So, yeah, <laughs> we got puns for days around here.
1: Puns for days. That's the old. We haven't we haven't been very punny in a long time. No, I know. It's been, mm-hmm. it, it's been a while. You underestimate my power.
0: <laughs> Your pun power. Let's <laughs> my move pun on. Power. This day in 1973, the 30th Golden Globes, where The Godfather, Marlon Brando, and Liv Ullman are all big winners. Obviously, The Godfather is just a classic movie, and Marlon Brando's performance in there was fantastic.
1: No, very, very... It's crazy to think that that thing's gone a long time. You know, I know we've discussed that before on This Day in History.
0: In fact, there's a new Francis Ford Coppola cut of The Third Godfather coming out soon that uh, sounds pretty interesting as well. Hmm. But let's it's move kind of on. It's
1: when they go back to dissect that.
0: I know. Let's move on. This day in 1978, Ted Nugent autographs a fan's arm with his knife. I got cat scratch fever. Nah, nah, nah. I'm going to
1: sign my name on your arm because I'm crazy. Right. Wow. <laughs> he was never a glam guy. He was very much a rocker. And then he was in that 80s super group Damn Yankee.
0: And that he was. Uh, speaking of music history, this day in 1985, charity single We Are the World is recorded by Supergroup uh, USA for Africa, consisting of Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, and other pop stars. Uh, you remember We Are the World?
1: Yeah, and you know what I think of that song? Oh, love what it did for, you know, I love that it was for a charity, but man, that song sucked.
0: Yeah, it was pretty cheese ball
1: and everyone was so dramatic like in the video like huey lewis and right. cindy lopper and- <laughs> they like we are the world we are the children <laughs> it's like dude just sing your line you don't have to be all theatric about it right i would have liked macho man singing it <laughs> we are the world oh yeah we have the children if them little children oh yeah <laughs>
0: Let's move on this day in 1986. The space shuttle Challenger explodes 73 seconds after liftoff from Cape Canaveral with all seven crew members killed, including Christa McAuliffe, who was the first teacher in space. This would have been helpful when we did uh, Trivia Rewind uh, a few weeks ago. Yes.
1: which shameless plug, check out Trivia Rewind on Tim Nidell's channel, which is also a part of Phoenix Media. And also, fun little fact, before Christina... I butchered her name. I'm sorry. Close enough. But it was supposed to be um, the actor who played Big Bird. We found out that That's
0: right, yeah. It
1: was supposed to go up there. So this is actually a good thing. Big Bird technically should have been on there. Yeah. But he declined
0: it. All right. And finally, this day in history, this day in 1998, Michelangelo's Christ and the Woman of Samaria sold for $7.4 million. That is crazy. (laughs) Cowabunga. Exactly. Well, folks, let's go ahead and... Run through some of today's holidays. Holiday. We've got plenty to go through. We'll get through them pretty quickly here. For instance, today is Clashing Clothes Day, which if you're watching the video, my uh, stripes don't exactly match. I think I'm observing that day pretty they, well.
1: They don't match your sweatpants too well.
0: Oh, well, that's true too, but you can't see those.
1: <laughs> today is
0: National Daisy Day, for those who like flowers. It is Data Privacy Day. Protect that privacy of your data. It is just today. Global Community Engagement Day, whatever that means. It is Pop Art Day. It is National Kazoo Day. <laughs> National Blueberry Pancake Day, International Lego Day, Rattlesnake Roundup Day, and Fakey Plugin Developer Day. Okay, Fakey Plugin Developer. Folks, that does it for Thursday. We will be back tomorrow on a Friday, rounding out the week with good news, everyone. Have a wonderful Thursday. See ya! Oh, wait, I
1: stole his line. <laughs>